everyone, and welcome to Golden Walking Magazine. My name is David Walker, apologizing for the sound quality here. I'm using a different computer, so the microphone is different, and uh, it's kind of unavoidable at this point. I need to get this issue to you guys, so um, hope you can bear with me because uh, I, I really couldn't wait to get this great poetry to you. And uh, that's what this is. The July issue is poetry. We have two great poems from two great poets. And as I mentioned before, we're going to skip all the stuff about the magazine that's going to come at the end of the issue. And we are going to get right to the poetry. So we're going to start off with Chris Hopkins' poem, Smoke and Whiskey. And the reason why we were so drawn to this particular poem was that it was such a beautiful snapshot of everyday moment of, of a life. And in my opinion, I think some of the greatest poetry, some of the greatest writing can elevate those small, ordinary moments into something more, into something beautiful. And this particular poem does that incredibly well. So without any more of my rambling, here we go. This is Chris Hopkins' poem, Smoke and Whiskey. Smoke and Whiskey by Christopher Hopkins The warm rasp of bullet-tipped fingers on violin Of a nylon six-string hum And the brushings of a side drum Honeycomb light Nursing the mood and tempo between the walls We drink from short glasses Eyes of black in the electric glow time capsuled until the closing bells call for taxis and out with the currents of the crowd we go our watch fires of certainty flicking up their tongues to taste the night us smiling with the secrets of the womb we made there secrets we'll take home and place on the shelf like pine cones and look to when the weather comes too much. Uh, smoke and Whiskey, uh, the poem is born of a memory of my wife and I uh, when we were in Paris some years ago. We were out uh, exploring the town one evening and then we came across an Irish pub and uh, we went in and we had an evening of, of whiskey and listening to this three-piece band in the corner of this candlelit room. And it's about the intimacy and romance of those few short hours captured of the, between those walls and how we go back to such memories time and again. For me, when the day-to-day -day of everything else leaves you tired uninspired it's one of those memories of us of us being anchored in love memory is as a haven when the world becomes too much the next and final poem of this issue is i imagine montana by brendan walsh and as joey gould put it the other editor of the magazine, we were drawn to this poem by its voice foremost. 
This is a poem that needs to be spoken, needs to be listened to. As with the lists of animals and geographies whose very names are enchanting to the speaker of the poem. On the page, these italicized passages suggest passionate speech, which we wanted to hear. The sounds of this poem sparkle, the images pop, and the poem's end leaves us with a clear feeling of optimistic yearning. Though the speaker may see the naivete of idealism, this is a poem that reminds us to hope our hopes anyway. And to be honest, I don't think I could have put it better, so let's just get to the poem. Uh, I Imagine Montana by Brendan Walsh. Enjoy. My name is Brendan Walsh. This poem is called I Imagined Montana for Jim Harrison, 1937 to 2016. At 17, having never been, I steeped in humble geographic poetry. Google searched Montana rivers, trout, Absaroka range, Bears Paw mountains, Badger hills, bison, Grizzly, bighorn sheep, lynx, elk, moose. Plain silence desperate, I fantasized a farm full of foxes below hulking Rockies. Field green, so green, English failed it. With a beard, never realized I'd hot foot through stone creeks, my red-tailed pack in tow. We'd drink rivers or slay solitary deer peaceful on far-out edges of our land. I'd take visitors, sure, people from cities lusting for westness, for Montana, footprint weight, water thirsting through it, peaks demolishing grass skies. They'd join the herd, tasting true northern drafts, zephyrs, thesaurus words created only for Montana, where wind and air spoken are injustices. Montana, my quiet revolution wanting nothing, a false future free the grid of days and speech, a never time which was not, has not been. One decade later, the deep chest hurt longing of not Montana, but there are words, pioneer mountains, beartooth mountains, bitterroot mountains, and in my crazy mountain's head, I am running four-legged with foxes, feasting on daylight, brushing bellies on wildflowers. Uh, I wrote this poem after learning of Montana poet and author Jim Harrison's death last year in 2016, and I started to think of my own relationship with Montana, or lack of relationship with Montana. Um, this poem is about not only my fantasies as a teenager of moving to Montana and having somehow a farm full of foxes, but also the triumph of language to create experience, even if I've never actually lived it. Um, I've had the opportunity to live in wonderful places, but for whatever reason, Montana has always evaded me or I've 
evaded it, but it's probably better that way. Um, with writing, I don't often plan it. I usually write in mad rushes of adrenaline and emotion, and it's just an exertion for me. And when I think too much about it, I don't really enjoy the final product. It's not just the bleeding of my heart or my brain. It's like the explosion of my life force, of my energy. Um, and if I don't do it enough, I feel like I'm missing something vital. All right, so I hope that you enjoyed this issue, July 2017, which was poetry, and uh, come back for more next month. So I am David Walker, one of the editors, and Joey Gould is the other editor of the magazine. A couple of things that are happening right now. If you are listening to this today, which is July 31st, this is the last day to submit to our audio chapbook contest. So the winner of this contest is going to be published solely as an audiobook. Uh, there is some money involved. There is percentage of sales, etc. So if you have this chat book in your hand and you think it would sound great um, as an audiobook, send it our way. Our judge, Samin Barry, will uh, choose the winner. And uh, yeah, I, we would love to hear from you. But if this is too late for you, you are in August now or you do not have that chat book for us, we have our dialogue submissions open right now. Dialogue submissions are a piece of instrumental music that are supposed to inspire new writing. So basically you go to our website or you listen to the dialogue starter issue that we put out uh, the 20th. And um, it's basically you listen to the music, you write something new, you submit it to us and we send it along to the musical artist and uh, they choose their favorite. But this month's, um, th this one, this round of dialogue, this music is, is uh, in my opinion, uh, gorgeous, and I really like it. So I can't wait to see and hear uh, what people come up with in response to it. So uh, all that's on our website, uh, goldwalkmag.com. And uh, I think that's about it. And, and things are going to be settling down for us a little bit, but we're still open for regular submissions as well. So send us your stuff. You got it to us. And, and I hope you keep enjoying this and, and all that. All right, great. So uh, hope to hear from you soon. And that's that's about it for me.